Hello and welcome to Business Talk with Henrietta. This is the place where we speak with the most up-and-coming female entrepreneurs to figure out how they've built the life of their dreams. And today we're going to speak with a health enthusiast, a sports enthusiast, founder and entrepreneur. She's called Cecilia Lind. And if you want to see videos from this uh, recording, I have actually posted some of them on my Instagram account called Business Henrietta. So just check it out there. This episode is actually sponsored by Folke Invest. I'm going to talk more about it later. There's a link in my description. You can check it out. And uh, yeah, should we get to it? Let's do it. Boys and girls, listen in. And today we are so lucky to speak with Cecilia Lin, the founder of Protein Kitchen, which is Denmark's fastest growing food producing company in the industry. And together with Morten Storgård, they founded the Protein Kitchen back in 2014. Yes. Yes. Eight years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's a long time ago. And back then they started by selling recipe books. You yeah. have them right I here? I used to have it here, yeah. Yeah. This was the first thing ever made. Wow. That's how it all started. That's how it all started with a healthy focus. <laughs> yeah. It, it says a healthy lifestyle should be fun, fun and easy. And easy. Yeah. I totally support that. <laughs> and now they serve salads, bars and shakes and protein bars all over Denmark yeah. with the large retailers like Netto, 7-Eleven, Mini. And right before Corona hit, they were just about to launch their products in the US, but Corona shut them down. They won multiple prizes by 7-Eleven, the best innovators in 2018 and in 2019, and reached a turnover of 15 million Danish kroners in 2021, and is actually expecting 20 millions this year. So that's exciting. And Cecilia has been described as a superhero girl, strong and a fighter. Unfortunately, she also lost her mother due to cancer when she was 22, which triggered her to quit her regular job in Microsoft in 2013 to really go fulfilling her dreams. She wants to leave a mark on this world by serving healthy food on the go. She's also a personal trainer and have won prestigious prizes in Nordic um, Body fitness championships, right? Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really, you really found all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I dig the lot. <laughs> she has a positive mindset, and I want to dig a bit deeper into your journey, how you made your dreams come true. Welcome to Business Talk, Cecilia. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great <laughs> to be here in your apartment. Yes, it's my home. Yes. Yeah, right where outside. Where I work, where I do everything hey. almost at the moment. Yeah. You don't have offices? No, no, no. actually not. We did have one, but uh, during Corona, it didn't really make sense for us to have a, an office. Mm-mm. You know, having that kind of uh, spending money on something that I wasn't really there either way because I'm always on the go, either visiting stores, I'm in the kitchen, developing new products, or I'm here having, I need to be like uh, doing all these texts and, and brainstorming and, you know, doing all this stuff where I can't really have anyone disturbing me anyways. So really comfortable yeah. also to have it in your own home yes, as well. Yes, yeah. it's so. really convenient and you don't really spend so much time in in driving back and forth and mm. so it's like time optimization and and also because uh, my partners today uh, in my company is actually in Jutland, mm. Jutland so yeah. they are far from me so I mean 
makes sense for them to they have their office and I'm just working here from home yeah. and then we have the production site as well where I'm at a lot of the times anyways so, wow yeah. yeah yeah that's great so you don't need an office to be an entrepreneur no nope. <laughs> but <laughs> and, and probably you know for me being at an office that was not what I really wanted to do no. I didn't want to live a life being at an office from eight to four that's not just that's not where I'm creative I'm creative in sleep <laughs> during sleep well <laughs> I am actually, but uh, you know, when I'm in the kitchen or when I'm walking my dog or when I'm at the gym, mm. that's where I pop up, ideas pop as well. So if I'm just forced to stay at an office mm. from uh, eight to four, that's not me. No, that sounds great to just have learned life like, like, like that. But can we just go back a little bit in time and tell us about Cecilia? Who are you as a person from, you know, upbringing? And I also want to know more about you telling about your, your yeah, story my story yeah well i actually lived in the states when i was three years old okay, until I that's was, why you're uh, so good <laughs> yeah. i feel like i'm a little bit rusty but i do have a little bit of an american accent i was actually told that i would i have like a californian accent which is really fun because i live there mm. in california so yeah. i guess that they could hear that but um mm, nice. anyways um so i grew up there as as a kid and i had one year of school there and then we went back because my dad he had got a job over there and then we had to go back to denmark and um Anyways, I really early in my life, I found tennis as one of my passions in life. Mm -hmm. And I quickly found the passion there. And then I really went into the elite sports mm -hmm. and, and was an athlete early on. And that has, I think that has really been a big part of my life. You mm -hmm. know, also knowing that if you want to reach your goals, if you want to be better at something, if you want to learn, you need to work hard, right? You can't just... It doesn't just drop in your lap. You, you you have to make an effort if you want to be better at something. Exactly. And it requires patience and persistence, and you have to have you have to put in the work. Have so. you always been like this? You know, persistent, or has it been because that you found something that you really liked? For instance, you know, your healthy living, healthy food, and tennis. Was it because of those things, or have you always been like a, a goal-oriented person, or? Did it build itself up, uh, depended on all the things you were doing? Well, I guess maybe a combination. I, I believe that because it was so early on, I mm -hmm. kind of found that kind of mindset. I guess that it's, I prob I'm probably kind of that, I'm that person, right? But still, I mean, the actions also feeds that as well. And and also my upbringing, my, my dad and my mom was both um, persistent people or Uh, my mom was probably more stubborn. My dad as well, in the in the in the good way, right? Because being stubborn is often a really negative word, but being persistent and stubborn in that kind of sense is that's really good. You know, yeah. never giving up. And I always saw my dad. He was an he's an IT guy, yeah. so he's really good at all that software stuff. Mm -hmm. And every time I came with like an, an issue, oh, can we? How can we um, fix this or something like that? He would always. He would be so annoyed if he couldn't find the solution mm -hmm. that he would just keep on pushing to find the solution. Even, even if it took him two days or three days, he would always come back and he had a solution. Yeah. And I can't, I think that was really inspirational for me also as a kid to see that you have to just, you can't just give up, right? You need to, to just find the solution. You need to find the solution yeah. anyways. And my so. mom has always also pushed me to, to just keep trying yeah. and try myself before I should go and ask for help. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but your your mom disappeared quite early, and I was before this recording of this episode. I was like 
Am I going to ask about that? Because you've been open about it in the media before. Yeah. Uh, and it also formed you as a person. But, you know, um, how how did you tackle that? That, that probably made you a, a stronger person. Yeah, I guess that for me, when she passed really suddenly, it was really sudden. Mm-hmm. And I've always been open about it because I think it's really important that we air and that we talk about these kind of things Mm -hmm. and for me I really wanted to to also show others that you know whatever kind of uh, uh, challenge you meet in life you can get through it it will make you grow and make you stronger Mm -hmm. um, if you want it to do Uh, I mean if you if you want to focus on that like that you can also just keep being in misery your entire life but that's not what I wanted no and for me, when she passed, just really, you know, briefly after that, I just thought that, okay, this life is so short and I really need to, to um, I mean, enjoy it. And also it's important for me to do something that I love yeah. uh, and just being positive. It was really hard for me to kind of be around people being ne- negative and it was hard for me to kind of find some kind of place to be with the mental stuff when people would um like uh, would you say um complain about a parking ticket or mm-hmm. complain about the weather i would yeah. be like that is just mm-hmm. such a it, it's not a problem i mean mm-hmm. it's just the weather yeah 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 <laughs> and i just lost my mom i mean my entire ground my entire life was just changed yeah. in a second right mm-hmm. but everybody everybody's lives was just moving on mm-hmm. so i just i just wanted to make sure that her um what do you say, like her legacy mm-hmm. was going to be positive mm-hmm. inside of me and just wanted to to remember all the good stuff and, and just try to make myself and her proud. And I just felt that if I want to, I need to do something positive with my own life, mm-hmm. as you mentioned in the beginning, mm-hmm. make a positive mark in this yes. world before I was going to disappear because you never know. No. I mean, I could, God forbid, uh, <laughs> I could go, sorry. <laughs> I could uh, pass tomorrow and mm. I just want to make sure that my life has makes sense yeah. and that I have I have a purpose. That's so important for me. That yeah, you could say that you also took kind of a risk when when she passed away. You, um, you made a turn on your life and you said that, okay, this was the worst thing that could happen. So yeah. why not make life, make the best out of life? What 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 made you kind of tick and start up with this? Um, because that's what when what when you you wrote your books, right? Uh, when she passed. Yeah. Well, when I'm actually I got I kind of never really um, answered that question because one of my coping methods was being at the gym, working out, yeah. and of, of course being in nature and walking yeah, yeah. long walks. And I also was in the kitchen because that was something we had together. Yeah, yeah. She was really good at um, cooking and cooking healthy food, so that's what I've been brought up with as well. That mm-hmm. everything should be cooked from the bottom with love and with a lot of vegetables and just not like a hysterical healthy way and, and not not like that but more in the quality way and with love so I being in the kitchen for me just creating recipes cooking I just felt like she was on my shoulder and she was with me so that was one of the things that I started doing and Mm. felt like I was in a, a whole different world when I was in the kitchen and then I just thought you know what I'm gonna use that on my Instagram that I started up in 2000 yeah it was 2000 12, yeah, so yeah. it was 10 years, yeah. Yeah, I asked uh, you before. 10 years ago, yeah, July, it was actually in July 
10 years ago, yeah. Yeah, I asked you before this podcast as well, like, <laughs> how did you grow your audience? You have 100,000 followers on Instagram and now you're like, people, where, where do all these followers come from? You started really early and you show that you were consistent yeah. on, you know, sharing your story. Yeah. And yeah. that's what made you get where you are now. Yeah, I guess that is, it's yeah. really nice that people still want to follow along. Of course, yeah. some people along the way, they just kind of fall out of it but mm. it's nice that so many people have liked uh being a part of my kind of little community yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so i started out by sharing um sharing uh recipes and also workouts mm. and mindset and i wanted to not just telling people how to do things but also just be a good example uh, of showing how you can use your challenges in life and all the hardships you meet, you meet or have in your life that you can use them in a positive way and yeah absolutely in a positive way but but you're you're not only people could maybe call you an influencer in that way that you've shared your story but I just you're also that word, yeah i know <laughs> but i i i i I, I would say you're a hardcore entrepreneur because let's talk about that. You yeah. <laughs> built up the company, the yeah. Protein Kitchen. You're all over the stores in Denmark. Wow, that's impressive. Thank you. And you've worked your ass off to get where you are now. Or yes. can you tell us about like how much work was it? What what did you do? How if someone else wants to build up the same thing that you've built up, yeah. how how should you do it? What what's yeah. Well, you definitely need to have a mindset of never being too, what do you say, uh, too fancy to do the hard work. <laughs> you have to like put up your sleeves and just get to it because you never, I mean, you ask if, how would you build up my company? I, I'm, it's crazy going into the food industry anyways. Uh, I cannot recommend it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> why not? Why because not? it's so, it's really difficult. It's really difficult also making uh, turnover or making money um, mm. on it because it has so many, oh, it's, it's just really rigid. It's, still, it's really tough. You're up against an industry where money uh, wins. And when you're a small company, just wanting to make a difference, it's, it's hard uh, mm -hmm. because people have two seconds to make a choice out there. Mm -hmm. And they never really making, they don't make the effort by turning uh back the product and reading on the on the back side of the product <laughs> yeah so you have really clean ingredients yeah in this it's project. really clean, yeah so this is just a protein bar consisting of five cashew cashew nuts three yeah. dates and three egg whites yeah and then some cocoa for flavor yeah yeah that's it no added sugars no added artificials and mm. yeah so just to return to the the very beginning i mean it started out by the cookbook and then we were actually contacted by a warehouse store in denmark called magasin I, i'm not sure what you yeah. would say in, in norway um, what kind of you, you could have call there. it stenostrom yeah, yeah like that yeah, yeah and you have like this huge food court in the in the main building um and they wanted wanted to do this kind of Uh, what do you say like to go food mm -hmm. uh, and I thought well why not I, I, I wasn't really I knew when I did the protein kitchen the, the name I just thought this is going to be a, a universe or a community or something yeah. bigger and I wanted to, to go out in the world and live out there being a movement it's not just a product for me it was a vision of helping people inspire people to live a healthier and happier life mm -hmm. and showing them And also by showing them how easy it actually can be. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was more like a movement. And then I saw how many of the you know products out there in stores were just filled with artificials and 
just really bad quality and and I thought this is not good I mean I was also doing personal training and helping and coaching people mm. trying to live a healthier life and there were no alternatives in the market mm. I mean it was so hard for them to find a healthy product out there you could eat and which is nutritional and healthy and <laughs> natural ingredients yeah, and all yeah. that mm. nothing was out there I mean there was these, these kind of really really awful uh, white sandwiches in a wrap it was three years of not three years sorry three or four weeks of shelf life which is just that's not food for me no no so I thought I have to do this better mm-hmm. and I thought it could be fun to do these kind of products and when Mag is saying that at that point they just reached out and wanted to do this kind of to-go concept I thought okay this would be a really good way to try this out and mm. so I started out by doing this kind of crazy concept with everything had to have flowers on it and full like salmon fillets and I was like I didn't know anything about cost I mean (laughs) it was crazy sounds I don't I don't even know if they ever earned any money on that kind of dishes because I just thought this has to be over the top right yeah yeah, yeah, and of course I learned that it's so expensive to have all these ingredients in Mm -hmm. it and it had to be without any e-numbers or artificial additives in in any sense Mm -hmm. because everybody else does that so I wanted to do something different Mm -hmm. um Anyways, we actually did that. We had a pop-up shop. It was really fun at the beginning. It was really small, but it was a great place to start. And then we just thought, well, you know what? We need to do our own production site. We need to start up and do this on our own. So we need to, because at the beginning it was doing it was being made on site at their store mm-hmm. so we we did our own production yeah you and did <laughs> work in your own kitchen or in a yeah we rented kitchen. a production site and then i just started out by you know me you were cooking the food in <laughs> the beginning cooking, i was cooking the food i mean it was crazy i i'm not a chef i i do love to cook yeah uh and i knew absolutely nothing about all the regulations and rules and yeah. i mean there are so many rules when you want to not just having a cafe but if you want to be a producer of food where you deliver to a store that actually sells the product Mm -hmm. there are so many rules it's crazy you need to know everything and I knew nothing and I just thought okay I need to just learn everything from the bottom and also because nobody would you didn't really have a hotline right you can't really just call someone hey can you just teach me everything about being an entrepreneur and to build up a company and no and also because this this brand i mean the protein kitchen nobody has done it before so how could anybody actually guide me in okay just do this this is your manual here you go Mm -hmm. do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can't really do that because if you're doing something nobody else has done no you have to just start and you have to learn it that's why it's so great potential in it because if there had been like 10 or 12 uh, competitors out there, you wouldn't be where you are today. No, precisely. You have to create, I always say, you have to create your own footsteps. Don't walk in others. Mm. Uh, You have to do something. It's risky though. Yeah, Did you feel when you were in the process, (laughs) did you feel like, wow, I'm doing something risky? Or you were like, you were so stubborn on your vision that you need a more healthy lifestyle in in, to go. I never, it's funny because I've never really been afraid I think I just of course I've been excited or tense about oh how would people receive this product or but I I haven't really been afraid as you say I've been so stubborn or so focused on the vision also because I was so driven from the vision of I wanted to do something great and do something positive in this world I just and I had a why I have a really deep why for me uh, which started from something really um really deep inside of me so that has always been my thing I would pull down whenever I was so tired I mean I I got up at 
Two thirty in the morning every single day for thirty in the morning. <laughs> like I think that's six thirty or five thirty is early. Two thirty when the alarm was set and I was it was ringing and I wake woke up like oh my god I cannot do this and I was like okay up up okay get your coffee and get on get on the road and it was crazy because I mean driving on the road at three o'clock in the morning or two thirty um, was like no people at all mm. i would meet in the weekends i would meet people like mm. drunk on the streets and <laughs> but how how did you feel then like when you were out there working for your dreams and goals <laughs> when no one else did did you did you feel a kind of an empowerment feeling or how did you feel then i just i guess that it was yeah it was it was kind of cool also yeah, to be the yeah. one working but also it was tough I yeah, mean, yeah. no sleep, and mm. it was. I mean, I was tired. Yeah. Uh, but I again, I just knew that okay, I need. I, it's just it's a phase, right? Mm. It's not supposed to be like this for ten years. I would not do that. But mm. I knew this was necessary mm. in order to mm. be able to create something, right? Yes. So I just had to put in the work, and I guess that every time I was in the kitchen, I was always learning something new. I was always mm. feeling that I was creating something. Yeah. And some days it was just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, it's... but the fun thing was the uh, the kitchen we rented had like this um, uh, what do you say like a uh, uh, music player? What do you say, a radio? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah radio yeah. player or whatever. And uh, because I'm not that tall, uh, I yeah. couldn't actually reach the the top uh, of the buttons. Uh, so there was only one channel there, and the channel was with all this '70s disco, and I I actually love that kind of music, so it was yeah. perfect. So yeah. I listened to so much Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, I don't know if you know the band, but Earth, Earth Wind and Fire. Fire. They do the the song September. Um, do you remember? That's my favorite song. Yeah. And, and for every, Cecilia's soundtrack. That's my, yeah, and, and you know, if, if I've ever had a bad day. No, I never have a bad day, but if I meet challenges or if I'm in a mood where I just need to pick myself up, I would always put that one on because I just that has been one of my songs following wow. along. Yeah. That's a great advice for other people <laughs> as well. If you have a song that you really love, just put it on to make yeah. yourself feel a little better mood. Yeah. Um, but like in the beginning, did you did you need to raise any capital to to yeah, have? A, I did to yeah. have the yeah to have a production side running. You had to have some money. Yeah. So we did uh, we did find a partner at that point to yeah. to put in some money. Mm-hmm. And that, didn't I guess, think about crowdfunding, you know, because this is kind of a movement and it is a community you've yeah. built up with your Instagram and you were like. You could do crowdfunding through. There's a platform uh, in Norway and Denmark. Yeah. It's called Folke Invest, uh, yeah. where you or some crowdfunding platforms where you can, where yeah. people can, yeah. you know, invest in it and then they raise money from the, the people. Okay, let me just explain that a little bit more. So Folke Invest is a fundraising platform where you can invest in early stage companies that not are listed on the stock exchange yet. And as an investor, you can invest at the lowest amount, which is 400 Norwegian kroners. And this makes Folke Invest available to many people. And we can all be investors and invest in things that we believe in. So for instance, if Cecilia's audience believes so much in her and her vision of the protein kitchen, they could have invested through Folke Invest before she started it. I did this myself with the Sultan app. Uh, which is on the platform right now. And that is the app that Karn Tushen is behind. She's the founder of that one. And she's also the lady behind Fatty Student on Instagram. 
She's been a guest in this uh, on this podcast, so you can check it out. I think it's episode number three. Anyways, I encourage you to invest in what you believe in. And then you can help to create tomorrow's business life. And one important rule is that you should only invest the amount that you can afford to lose. So folkinvest.no is the place. Check it out. I've attached a link in the description for you so you can click in there and see if there's some interesting startups that you can invest in. Great. Now let's continue the conversation with Cecilia. Um, but uh, you, you've got a partner who invested yeah. in you. Yeah. yeah. I, I also guess that uh, at that point, eight years ago, mm. uh, there weren't that many options and not that much focus on entrepreneurship as there is today, which mm. is really good. There are so many, I see so many networks and I mean, just by you doing what you're doing right mm. now, I mean, that's so important. But when I was starting out, Eight years ago, there mm. wasn't that many people I could ask. I didn't know that many people that were entrepreneurs. I have met a lot now. I have met a lot of people who are today, yeah, but yeah. not that many win- women, especially, is not into what I'm doing. They're not in production um, production kind of companies. Mm. They're either selling services or mm. something else that mm. doesn't require a warehouse, a production site and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's it's a different game. Um, I mean, we all have our challenges each, whatever you're doing. I mean, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. so I didn't really know that many people and I didn't really, I didn't know that much. So crowdfunding for me, I didn't, I didn't even know what that was. You didn't think <laughs> of crowdfunding even though, but now we know that. I have a, we did get a partner in that put in some money and um, yeah, yeah, then he was a part of the company as well. One of my previous guests in this podcast mm-hmm. is also a really great female entrepreneur who has made her own recipes app. She did this crowdfunding campaign okay. on Folky yeah. Invest where she got people to buy uh, shares yeah. and it was kind of an unlisted yeah. company back then. Uh, and she had also a great follower base on yeah. Instagram. Like you, I think she has 230,000 followers wow, now. that's impressive. She raised 6 million kroners wow, from people all over Norway. Wow. That was, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you should listen to that episode. She's super inspiring. Um, so you, but how did you find this partner to partner up with? Network. You? It was actually yeah. my other partner, Morten. Uh, he, he knew him. Yeah. And okay. I knew him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I had been working with him previously. Yeah. Yeah. So... For us, that makes sense. I mean, and then she, he comes in, takes ownership in this brand that yeah. you're building up. How how is it the owner structure now? Are you still in the like? How much do you? I do own twenty percent of my yeah. own company. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because I am the face of the company, and a yeah. lot of people ask me, "Oh my God, you only have twenty percent." I mean, that's actually good. Yeah. yeah. It's it's nice. I mean, for me, that was my limit, twenty percent today, because we have mm-hmm. new partners that. Uh, onboarded, onboarded, sorry, onboarded, onboarded, <laughs> onboarded uh, back in March last year, which has yeah. uh, been, I'm so grateful for that because they have amazing values mm-hmm. and human values that I really, that's so important for me. Yeah. I mean, when you partner up with something and for me, this is my baby, right? This is my, my heart driven company coming from me, from my kitchen. It's my idea. I'm the founder. I mean, it means so much whom you actually team up with yes and that you're aligned on the values of the company the dna that they understand Mm -hmm. and that they are passionate about that as well Mm -hmm. you don't have to be the same kind of person you don't have to be 
you don't have to agree on everything. You don't have to have the same, uh, what do you say, com- uh, competencies? Do you say that? Um, competencies as your partners? or uh, Yeah, you don't have to, to have the same. Yeah, knowledge and um, yeah, all that. The mm-hmm. past, I mean, you don't have to be the same kind of person. But I mean, the, the core values of you as a human being is so important. Yeah, so that gives a right point to if you're kind of hiring a team or you're par- looking for partnering up with someone, you can be you can be skilled at something. Yeah. And then you can partner up with someone that are skilled on something else. But yeah. in on the baseline, yeah. they need to have the same yeah. values as you. The human values, I mean, today I've learned so much yeah. from my journey that yeah. that's my number one recommendation mm-hmm. for all upcoming or yeah. entrepreneurs today. I mean, if you want to, if you need team and need someone on your team or if you need a partner or partners, just, I mean, really, you need to listen to your heart as well. Because if it's a heart-driven business... Uh, feel your on your gut feeling. Yeah, the gut feeling and the heart. You have to feel it, yeah. But Even when, though it has to be logic too. But, I mean, you still yeah. have to feel that the values match. Yeah. That's really important. But, but, but when it all comes to all, I'm sorry to say it, and it's quite harsh probably, that um, the business of business is business. It always cooks down, it boils, boils down to... How can we make money? How yeah, can yeah, we definitely. make more money? But and it's also how do you want to make the money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So just uh, what I mean is that if you have a partner that is only driven from money, mm-hmm. and I'm driven from also make the money I want to make has yeah. to be in a good way. It has to be in a way where I want to do products that are actually healthy and actually contributing to people's lives. Yes, not just doing another crappy energy drink with uh like a thousand artificials mm. even though i wouldn't maybe it would make a lot of money mm. i don't want to do that kind of product so no. i mean that's kind of what i'm thinking here yeah. is just like you need to be kind of aligned on the dna and the core values absolutely uh, and if you're not that it's just you will have so many headaches yeah <laughs> yeah because then you would be afraid of like oh you would feel it would make a bad feeling for yeah. yourself being the face of yeah everything. I can do that. what surprised you the most by you know this entrepreneurial world or business world what 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 surprised you the most um when you got into it what surprised me because what's your what's your background what where do you what do you do you have an education what's your no i actually never finished it i I dropped out when my mom she passed so Mm -hmm. um no but i actually read uh, i was i was read sorry studying i was studying it and business so ah, I'm yeah. kind of a computer nerd as well. So oh. I, yeah, I could actually do software. Would you say software programming and stuff? Nice. Yeah. So I did read that on or study in in Copenhagen Business School, but I never finished uh, because yeah, my mom died, and I just thought, okay, I have to do something else with my life. Yeah. And I worked for Microsoft as well, and so I came from the corporate world. <laughs> corporate. And what do you think? Yeah, it's a thing. You think about what's the difference between you know when we work at Microsoft in the corporate world yeah. versus the entrepreneurial world? Like what? What's the biggest difference is there? Agility, probably. Agility? Yeah. Like Can you explain being, that? Being agile. Uh, you know, um, in when you're in a corporate business world, you uh, it's so bureaucratic and uh, it takes, you know, there is, there are a long way from one idea to a decision and to execution. Mm-hmm. Where when you're in a small, small entrepreneurial company, you would be like, okay, I have this idea. Let's do it. Boom. Let's mm. go that way. It's, I mean, it's more um, flexible. Yeah. Also, could you say, and more, it's easier to to execute uh, a good 
a good idea you have. Right. You can't really just do that if you're in a big, big company where everything has to be get through HQ and have yeah. to be aligned with some kind of process and yeah, you don't have that in, a, in an entrepreneurial company. You don't have the, the, uh, <laughs> the bureaucracy of what you call it. But, but you do have, I mean, pension, what do you say, pension? Uh, pension. pension. Yeah, yeah. Pen, you do have pension, you have security, you have a pay that's just getting in your uh, account every yeah, month yeah. and you just have all this kind of, it's just so easy. I mean, yeah. of course you have, not easy in, in that you do have to do the work, but you just have so much security. You don't have that when you're an entrepreneur. No. That's tough. I yeah. Am. How was that for you? Like, how do you manage all this, you know, uh, when you start to grow and you get income and you need to do your own accounting yeah. you need to make your own insurances you need to make your own pension yeah how do you I don't have a pension yet actually no, no okay not yet but hopefully that's what i'm working at uh, at the moment <laughs> trying to go there but uh, yeah let's, uh, let's but how, how do you manage all this you know do you have an accounting system or yeah how do you have uh, yeah. yeah we have that in place uh, so we have people to help us with that and okay. also we have that internally in our company as well so we have someone doing everything in in terms of finances so that's that's nice and someone oh. who's actually really good at it as well so <laughs> that's great yeah that's how nice. many employees are you now it's, it's kind of funny because we have the production site where they are about eight people doing cooking food every day so that's chefs and yeah you know yeah and cooking people produce produ production people and yeah um, and then we have, uh, but they are not hired by us actually because we rent us ourselves into this mm -hmm. site where we collab with them. So mm -hmm. we have brought in our own uh, production manager. So okay. that is one. <laughs> okay. And then uh, we uh, we have me, and then we have um, I have four partners, and then yeah. two more who aren't yeah. in the in the what do you say the daily work. Okay, so, so what are they doing? Partners, what what are you doing? Partners. What are your main tasks in your business? My main task is, uh, of course, uh, uh, what do you say, product development. Yeah. I do fresh food product uh, development, non-fresh development. I do website and texts, like not text. What do you say, like what do you uh, say? content? Yeah, content and articles, our, articles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, newsletters. Uh, I do all our marketing stuff, all our mm. content. Mm -hmm. um, I do all the customer stuff. Okay. okay. Uh, so I do all, yeah, Instagram, so so me stuff and all that. So I do a lot of the the development of the company in total, but also I handle a lot of the customer stuff as well. A lot B2B of B two B and B two C. So it's also business to customers and business to business. So, right. Yeah. So it's uh, the all external out yeah. out bringing, you know, yeah. marketing, getting yeah. partners, customers, mm, but. It's not always easy, you know, to, no. to do all this. Now you've come far. <laughs> you are a really, you've been doing this for eight years yeah. now. You've come far, far in this journey. People yeah. are nearly starting up, you know. Yeah. Um, you've been, you've talked about that you've been through the hard years and now you're like, can we you had, just... We had, let's say, we ha I had eight years until now. Six of them without a paycheck. Two of them now with COVID. <laughs> and now we're in a complete disaster of uh i mean it's not even something to laugh about but it's just crazy that we just yeah, got yeah. through covid and which was so tough on our business yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we um now we're in this war situation with all the pricing and everything is just going up and mm -hmm. it's hard to get all the, the goods into to the country and everything i mean the prices are crazy yes it's the like price war <laughs> price war on, yeah. on you know on um 
Yeah, besides uh, the the goods, I would say yeah, like the products, everything we yeah. use um, in our salads and everything. So six years without salary, <laughs> two years with COVID, and now this. Um, how now? I think this question is really suitable. How do you keep yourself motivated yeah, it's in crazy, tough times? Right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's my why. I mean, you have to have a why. You have to have that kind of why am I doing this? Because you will ask yourself that question a lot of times. Yeah. Why the hell? I mean, there are challenges every <laughs> single day. I mean, there's not a day with, not, with no challenges. Every single day. And I mean, for every challenge you overcome, you know, mm. that, oh, okay, I did this as well. I fixed this as well. Okay, we, we, and you learn something every time. And you just, you know, all the small challenges you face in the daily life, like, oh, yeah, it's like nothing. I did. I already did like this crazy crisis over here. So, yeah. <laughs> And that's actually, that's really nice. That's um, given me some really, a really good perspective and some good what is it, life classes yeah, that yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't really have in their daily life. So I don't really want to, I don't complain a lot. I don't complain over endless uh, stupid stuff that you see. I mean, people spend so much time complaining on SoMe and all this uh, kind of crazy um kind of debates that's going on sometimes i'm like how do you even have time for this i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. commenting on each other yeah. the latest i've discovered all this reddit stuff yeah do you have that in norway as well uh, i know what reddit is but it's I like don't an anonymous it. uh forum yeah. where yeah, everybody yeah. can just talk crap about other people yeah without having them to show their own face or just they can just have an anonymous profile mm. and the things being written in there it's just cruel and evil and terrible and it's it's like a forum for it's grown people it's mm. people with families who are sitting in there writing stuff that is mm. so awful mm. and i'm like how do you even want to spend time on that and how do you have the time for that yeah, yeah, and why do you even want to focus on just complaining and writing evil stuff and i mean it's just crazy i could never do that my you from you focus on the positive and yeah. you, you you've overcome a lot of challenges and then yeah, you that think makes that, this, that gives me perspective yeah it gives you perspective <laughs> so 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 you say that you should be you know put through a hard challenge yeah. because that makes you stronger yeah um and don't you know pity yourself i can notice on myself sometimes if i have a rough day i'm like yeah. oh i just want to go home and lay in bed <laughs> and just do nothing because it's just this life is shit you know yeah but then you do just need to get yourself up again yeah and and um uh, it's go okay. on i think it's okay it's also okay to to think that something is tough it's not that you just have to keep fighting mm -hmm. of course you have to keep mm -hmm. fighting it's okay to to feel that it's hard and that it's tough mm -hmm. but yeah you need to pull yourself to get sounds hard to say but uh pull yourself together and like and keep fighting yeah keep fighting yeah but and say to yourself whenever you meet a ch face a challenge you just yeah. you will get through it and um there is always there is always a solution yes if you think about it there is always a solution to a challenge mm -hmm. um it might be a hard one or a tough one um, but there is always a solution and you need to think that okay i will learn something from this mm -hmm. um yeah absolutely so what 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 advice would you give yourself like say eight years back or ten years back <laughs> before you started on this journey um what would i say to myself i would say that uh well one of the things i learned 
uh, a couple of years into to all of this was actually also that not a lot of people are that excited about the small things that are big to you. So like getting a meeting in or would be like getting a step closer to something, developing a new product, or you launched a new app or a website, or you did like this crazy great content or something like that. But because it's your own company and you are the only person who have been in on your journey inside here, right? So you're the only one to feel that kind of excitement and not being able to share that with other people can be kind of lonely sometimes because they never really get how exciting this actually are. So if I would come home uh, previously, I would like, oh, look at this. We have the first mock-up of a design on this bar. And I'm like, oh, it's crazy. And he'll be like, I don't get it. Yeah, no. my ex-boyfriend. Okay, okay. <laughs> I do have a great partner in life now who really supports me in everything yeah. I do. It's amazing. So, But anyways, um, a lot of people don't really get that kind of excitement. So... Mm. It's, it has been really nice to meet other fellow fellow entrepreneurs out there because they really know. They know the struggle. They know the challenges. They know how hard it is yeah. before a product or a service or yeah. whatever is finally out there. It requires so much. So, um, mm -hmm. I mean, for me to say, if I could tell myself, don't depend on others' excitement and also their kind of high fives and their acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. That's not important. It's your own acknowledgement that's really important. So your own kind of shoulder tap and saying, I did good. This is really good. Um, that's wow. enough, actually. That's more important, getting others' acknowledgement of what you do. Yeah. Because you are the only one who know, mm. who really, really, really deeply know how mm. hard it has been, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing. And also, if I could tell myself back in the days that um, find people to partner up with that really, yeah, again, the, the human values, the core values has to match. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. I, I guess that I, I don't really know what I would tell myself other than just keep fighting through stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, it really, <laughs> really makes sense. The, ones that, the one that you're saying that you need to celebrate yourself yeah. and celebrate your own wins. Yeah. Um, I can notice this myself as I've started my own entrepreneurial yeah. journey with this podcast that I get a lot of shares and high fives and claps on social media. Yeah. People are like, wow, this is great. But but people people don't really know what's going yeah. on in into my head, you know? Yeah. And I was really happy also when I when you said yes to join the podcast yeah. and the people were like, Wow, cool, <laughs> you know? And this like but but I wouldn't If I didn't take that step out and, and yeah. go through that challenge, you know, the risk of putting yourself out there and going through that hard time, you know, you wouldn't be here, but you need to, it's only you yeah, yeah, that can see that journey. Yeah. Instead of always yeah. being disappointed by, why aren't you excited for me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because one thing is the high fives or the likes on social media. It's not, you need the ones in real life. You need the yeah. ones that are dancing with you. Naked at home, like yeah, you got the meeting. <laughs> no, but I mean, do you do that with your partner now? <laughs> Maybe not naked, but I do. Well, he's really, you he's do, really kind. He's so nice to. With I mean, every time I have something that's really big, I always call him. He or him or my dad are like the first people I would call. And no, you have to. I just need to get this out of my system because it's so great. And yeah. It is really important to celebrate the small wins, even though it's small steps, because there are so many hardships and so much that you have to do, so much work you have to put in. So you need to celebrate, even though if it feels small, because 
every time you develop something new and then okay then you're moving forward then you're moving forward then you're moving forward you never really get the time to stop and just enjoy it right yeah and so be like wow yeah. i accomplished this <laughs> yeah. yeah that's great and also to have people that really support you and yeah. a boyfriend as at least a partner yeah. that really cheers you up and doesn't get you know threatened by yeah. you being yeah, an entrepreneur especially for i think this is a theme about you know female entrepreneurs because i don't want to stereotype anything yeah, yeah, or make uh, the others the enemy but uh if there's always been this stigmatized that the men is supposed to Uh, provide income and women should just be home at home and cook you know and when a woman stands up makes her own company takes ownership into this world yeah. it can be threatening for some men yeah. that maybe are not so secure on themselves or or something so i think yeah that was just a thought of me and i've uh, i've experienced it myself having a partner that doesn't support me yeah i think sometimes it's always it's also um a bit challenging for some people to be or to to understand the vision they could feel like yeah yeah that's a really good idea like what are you thinking are you stupid or something <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't i think a lot of people aren't that creative in their mindset or not that mm. they don't really feel or see the vision they don't really see the idea mm. of what you want to do with the no. company or i mean and then you just you need to like get that out of your system i mean don't let it get to you because no. you will meet a lot of that kind of people and then that's really important to surround yourself mm. with people that at least support you they don't have they don't have to understand mm. it mm. but they just need to support it mm. um because i mean i have met so many people along the way that were like yeah good luck with that good luck with that project you're never going to succeed with that or also in in the business right also men and i understand them because the vision has been crazy being creating products that would be natural without any artificials and you have to do everything from scratch yourself because there are artificials in everything i mean you have we have to do our own spice mixes we have to do our own dressings from the bottom everything the, the chicken we, we cook or the salmon we cook everything is made from from scratch right so not a lot of people do that because that is expensive and it's really it's a long long journey for a product yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to do that but mm. but now you've reached a lot of success you know do you do you feel that people are trying to connect with you or people that want to be with you now that didn't want to be with you before yeah, yeah, you were in the success yeah, yeah how is that that is it's funny <laughs> yeah what do you think then I, well i I just always want to to treat people nicely, no, no matter what I've experienced or no matter, um, you know, no matter where you are in life, you need to treat people nicely, yeah. and because you never know when you meet them, when you're up and when you're down, and mm. so it was kind of funny because this year I actually got, or maybe it was the last, I think it was this year I got a email from a guy whom I had a meeting with previously in, in the journey mm. or on this journey. And he was was really he was really arrogant. Okay, okay. <laughs> he was like, "What are you? I don't even get this." He was like, um, "I don't, I don't think this yeah. is something." Yeah. And uh, he actually called me uh, or sent me an email later on now uh, where he, oh, "You're doing so great with the protein kitchen. Now I, would, I want to do something with you." And it's just it's so funny. But of course, I, I mean, what did it you say sense. to him? Said, "Did you say?" I said, oh, "You remember opportunity. me?" Yeah, do you I said, "Do you remember me?" Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh yeah that's right we had a meeting yeah i probably remember it a little bit differently than you did <laughs> but you know what i didn't really want to go into it and i 
I understand because you 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 do need to prove you do need to prove something if you you go to a, a big company and you come like a a small new uh, entrepreneur I have all these ideas oh let's do it and um, I understand you have to have a little bit of proof in the in the industry but I mean Seven Eleven for example is one of the first in Denmark really yeah. believing in my vision yeah and really believing in okay, she's a, an entrepreneur and she has this vision and she has a lot of ideas. Maybe they're not really there where we want them to be. Or, But I, I guess they, they kind of bought into the vision of the company and, and being a brand in 7-Eleven. And they saw an opportunity for me to help them on a journey um, called uh, getting people to buy healthier stuff in 7-Eleven. And, and yeah. you would go to 7-Eleven for healthier stuff. Mm. Uh, so we were helping them on that journey. Anyways, that was just... It was nice for them to to actually believe in that kind of vision because a lot of people didn't. <laughs> a lot of people didn't. But now now we do. And we also have this company that I've also had in my podcast, which is called Healthy Eats. Yeah. Which is... do you Have you heard about that? No. No. It's a, um, you know, bowls where you can have them in a food wall. It's inspired from Silicon Valley yeah. where you can just tap your card and then, uh, uh, you know, box from yeah. the wall opens. Yeah. In and Norway or? In Norway, yeah. Okay, because it's illegal to call something healthy in Denmark. It's illegal to call something healthy? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's illegal to call your company Healthy Eats. Yeah. Why? Because healthy is, um, you can't say something is healthy actually. Ah. so I can say it here on the podcast that I do healthy stuff but yeah, it, I mean yeah. healthy is just really fluffy you don't really mm. it's relative us precisely yeah. Yeah. yeah precisely yeah so you can't say I cannot sell that you're <laughs> healthy you can't, I can't say our food is healthy I can't say it's nutritional I can't say it's natural because even though everything is natural and um, it's only natural ingredients but because we cook the chicken mm. Mm. then it has been through a process mm. even though we don't add any artificials then it's not natural anymore mm. so but if i would go out and um like take a flower or a leaf from a tree and put it in a salad bowl then it would be natural okay so, and so, i uh, saw these regulations and i, yeah, to, I yeah. said to the, the federation and i said yeah i mean this is from 06 2006 a lot has happened since 2006 social media and uh, I mean also in the food industry a lot has happened with the vegan stuff and the natural food that is coming I mean we have the natural food so you need to update I mean that's just yeah. crazy yeah that, that was what you meant with all the regulations yeah there are a lot crazy. of rules you can't say anything yeah, yeah. you can't but, say you can't even say something as uh, you can't say this is fulfilling I mean how can you say that you can't say that Wow. They have so strict, it's so strict in Denmark. But Norway is also really strict. Norway and Denmark is strict. And um, I can't remember the last country, but I mean, the two countries are really strict. Yeah, yeah. Regarding I know what you that, can say on social media. And, yeah. yeah. I know that Norway is strict as well, but there's probably some. But when it comes to hair products, yeah. you can say everything healthy hair, shiny hair, but you can't say everything, anything about food. <laughs> that's strange so you have to learn so much in the yeah, food yeah. industry yeah. but at least you've learned it now mm. but um talking about healthy you are also healthy yourself like personally uh, with you've been a personal trainer you are really you know um you're you're really passionate about healthy food how what how would you advise other people if they want to have a healthy lifestyle or like a lifestyle like you a lifestyle like me well how is your lifestyle really? How it's do you really balanced life? actually? I do also eat uh, candy and I also 
uh, what do you say, eat croissants or <laughs> croissants. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's just, it's important to be happy. It's important to do something that you love. It's important to have good people in your life. That's also being healthy for me. Uh, it's about also having, you know, mental health is so important. Mm -hmm. So if it's a walk in nature, for me, being in nature is so important. Or if it's uh, dipping, doing a dip in the ocean or something like that. But it's also... For me, it's just that I'm eating nutritional food, mm -hmm. but also balanced so that I don't eat chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli every day. That's not a varied lifestyle either. So variation is also really important. So, um, but I eat a lot of veggies and a lot of fruits and I do eat a lot of, sometimes it's uh, skur, or what do you say in Norway? Skur. 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 I said yogurt. It would yogurt. be, but I would, my small... Um, have small adjustments that I never really think about it. It would be like, instead of eating the, f or drink, sorry, drinking the, the full fat milk, I would drink the, the low fat milk. I would choose the low fat yogurt instead of doing the, the high fat um, sour cream, mm -hmm. I guess it's called, right? So I do all these small adjustments into the diet. That doesn't really mean anything. I just, mm -hmm. I don't think about it. I just, I would rather have something that's a little less fat mm -hmm. and less, mm -hmm. but I don't think about it. So... But it's very lifestyle. I just sometimes I eat protein pancakes. I love that. And oh, for I also love that <laughs> banana pancakes. Banana pancakes. Yeah, I love oh. that one. And and sometimes I eat my own chia puddings from the stores. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I do like uh, this morning. I didn't really have so much time. I got no. up really early. So like a um, ro did you say roasted? Toasted. Sorry, toasted uh, rye bread with a slice of cheese on it. That's just really simple. And then an apple to go and then you're there. So it, for me, it's just, it's about, I always try to focus on, I always get a little bit of protein in, in all the meals and a little bit of greens if I can. And But high fiber, good protein sources, good fats. Yeah. But I don't really uh, exclude anything in my diet. No, that sounds, that sounds just about right. Yeah. And what's your advice uh, for people who want to like build their own food company? Food company, oh. yeah, or like if don't they do wanna... fresh, do not fresh. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh part is so difficult because you have to deliver on. It has to be cold, cool delivery, and cold delivery mm. or chilled delivery mm. is so expensive. It's okay. really, really, it's tough. You can never go over five degrees at any point, and if you have you deliver it into a store and it's five point five degrees, for mm. example, it's mm. like okay, you can't deliver that. And they have to just throw it and out. And then you throw it. <gasps> and it's thrown out where? Yeah. Like in... <gasps> it's crazy. It's crazy. Is there a lot of food? It's a lot of food that's been thrown that in their supply, yeah. supply chain. Only if that happens. It almost never happens to us. But it's just to say that there are a lot of rules that you need to follow along. Uh, but I would say mm. um, if you want to start your own food business, um, make sure you're doing your thing and something you're passionate about. And... And don't be too, uh, I mean, there are a lot, a long journey in also uh, teaching the customers or the people out there to buy the products. And also they need to, to get to know the product. Mm -hmm. You need to, it takes a lot of time mm -hmm. and you need to be open minded mm -hmm. also to people that are actually supposed to buy your products uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to, to taste and taste is really important mm -hmm. but i just guess i guess that it's just really important that you have the why first of all yeah why are you doing this 
why are you yeah the why why <laughs> what, it's what is, <laughs> starting with everything yeah what are you contributing with what yeah. are the company what is the company's goal i mean absolutely i yeah. agree i agree with that you need to have that in foundation but yeah. what what are your plans and goals moving forward with the company what, where are we looking into five years ten years Well, I hope that we are even further out with the products in Denmark and also I would love to go to Norway, but Norway yeah. is crazy because you're outside of EU. Yeah. It's so tough. I mean, we have our products in Normal, in Normal, the chain yeah. you have up there, the bars are there, but being <laughs> you can't really just ship to Norway. You have to go through all these kind of border control and all that. It's just really expensive, but I hope uh, we can go to Norway someday where we find yeah. a Norwegian partner that could actually deliver the goods for us mm. up there. Mm. Uh, but I hope that we are out in... Um, Maybe Healthy Eats. I yeah, can, Healthy Eats. I can uh, yeah. hit you yeah. up with the, the founder there. <laughs> She's nice. uh, in the podcast as well. Vilde, so she's nice. called. Vilde. Vilde. I, know, I know two people in Norway. They, they're called Vilde also. Are they? Yeah, it's just really... It's a, it's a nice it's name. a really Norwegian <laughs> name. But I hope that also Germany, uh, Germany and UK, I hope that we are... Uh, It's actually, I don't really dare to say it because so much has been not going our way because of COVID, mm-hmm. but the plan is actually to enter Germany. Wow. Yeah, with Germany is food. a huge market. Yeah, it is. But Holland, have you thought about Holland? Uh, I think we're starting now in just Germany because we found someone who is uh, a really great partner for us as well, who okay. is going, to, going yeah. to, to do everything. What I've heard about Holland is that Holland is quite... Uh, similar to Denmark it in is, the culture it because it's a so flat but country just, as well, but it's also you know the same culture. So if yeah. there's a product that works in Denmark, uh, it will work really well yeah. in Holland. That's what I've heard. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, but now we just got this opportunity, yeah. and uh, Germany is exciting. I mean, they have a lot of gas stations where they have horrible food. Mm. <laughs> they need to update a little bit with a little healthier stuff. But we'll see. I hope that Germany could be a great market for us. Okay. Not, I don't believe that every mm-hmm. cities and places or regions in Germany would love our products. But this is, is it, it is as it. Oh my god! It is as it was in Denmark at the beginning. Copenhagen was especially the main thing. Mm-hmm. Now we've grown out in, and now we're out in entire Denmark. But um, it takes some time. But what about the U.S.? You, you, U.S. Not yet, but U.K. I would love. Yeah. So we started up on Amazon last year to try it out, and it has uh, it has gone really. It's become really popular yeah. on the platform, so a lot of people are buying it now from mm-hmm. the UK and also from. We have Amazon Germany as well. Ah. We opened up our. We did our uh, European store, uh, yeah. so we can actually deliver to all EU countries. Okay. On our web shop, so I hope that we can grow that, and just more people will get to know our. That's the protein and, bars, right? The protein bars, yeah. Yeah. But I hope that we have more products in five years. We have a lot on in, in pipeline and a lot of dreams, but you have to have the finances as well. You need to build it up slowly mm-hmm. and organically. And it it just takes time to build a brand. It yeah. takes a lot of time and money. It takes a lot of money. And talking about money, here comes the last question. It's also a question I <laughs> ask all... No, come here. The dog. It's also... <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. It's standing here up in my feet here. Small, cute dog called Buddy. Yeah. So this is the last question, yeah. which is a question that I ask all my guests uh, that are coming into Business Talk. And yeah. it's, yeah, gives a lot of different opportunities and answers. Yeah. If you got five million kroners right now, yeah, what would you do with them? For the, was it, would it be me getting it personally or the company? Um, we can take both. First you 
and then for the company. me personally i would love to uh, pay out my debts 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> that i got from not having a lot of salary and uh, only getting a little bit of salary from the personal training i did so it was a tough 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 years for me uh, that would be the first just to be oh new like a clean slate a new <laughs> chapter but I will also love to own a little a little place where I could because I'm renting this apartment I haven't been owning my own place for many years it would be really nice to just have a home mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know I would I would probably uh, put it into the company yeah, 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 <laughs> because yeah. I want to do so many things with it and also of course I would do more marketing stuff with um, doing more of the what do you say CSR um, I would do more corporate social responsibility yeah yeah I would do a lot of I would do more of the donation part we have done like this product we did with Red Cross where Mm -hmm. every time we you buy a bar or we sell a bar we um, we actually contribute to Red Cross so that's really a nice project but I would love to do more of this kind of things but we don't have the money for it and so many people want to get sponsored and so many people want to me to sponsor events but we don't really have the finances for it we're not in a good place yet mm-hmm. so i also i hope that we can i mean be in a stronger place in a couple of years and we have some better finances um but it takes time and also i mean two years of covid now this with mm-hmm. the war it's mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's tough it's so, tough yeah but we're getting there. We're going to get <laughs> going there. the right direction, yeah. Yeah, we're growing and growing and it's going to be really nice. Um, do you have something like on the last note to add to business talk, like an, um, you know, um, a say to our listeners or a, an upfalling? How do you say that? Um, oh, yeah. How, a contribution. Yeah. Um, oh, what is the word in English? I don't know it right now. Um, but uh, upfalling. Mm. I don't remember. I don't. I would say like motivate request. It's not request. Advice. Yeah, advice. Yeah, advice. Yeah, it could be. It's more positive. I feel like upholding is more like I would motivate you to like more. It's more of a motivational sense. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, let me hear um, it. I would say um, don't give up when it's hard. Mm. Actually, I love this quote from Nelson Mandela. If you've probably heard it, uh, you never lose. You either win or you learn. And I've always had that with me because it's so true. You never you never lose. I mean, you have to just believe that you will grow and you will learn something. Um, but, I mean, you just you have to know that you have to put in the hard work and it takes some time. You have to be passionate. You have to be, again, persistent. And you have to be patient very much patient (laughs) and um yeah you just um don't lose yourself in it i mean Mm -hmm. it's important to to have yourself along in the journey and you don't lose yourself Mm -hmm. over money and yeah i guess that's probably that (laughs) thank you so much for coming to this podcast it was a pleasure speaking with you hearing about your journey Uh, Thank you so much, and I hope um, that you guys also enjoy this episode. Even though the English is a bit, for me, a little bit rusty. No, I think your English has been perfect. Thank you. You're like fluent. (laughs) You're fluent. Yeah. Great. Okay, guys. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! That's nice. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm just not really dancing. No, it's not really dancing.